Continuing in the grace of God. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. Now when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And that's Acts 11 and Acts 13. Good morning. Good morning. Today is December 1st. First day of December. It is Friday. It is currently 47 degrees and raining out there. And uh, looks like we're going to be raining uh, all day and high of 58 today. And uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being our God, for loving us, Lord. And we just ask that you would uh, be with us right now as we get into this uh, lesson, into your word on this Friday, Lord. We just ask, uh, it's kind of starting out cold and wet and dreary, Lord, but we just ask that it would be a, a good day nonetheless, whatever we're doing, Lord, at work or school or wherever, Lord, that it would just be, um, just turn out to be a great day, Lord. So we just ask your hand uh, in our lives, uh, help us to be productive today and, and just uh, glorify you in all that we do, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, we're going to read Acts chapter 13 this morning. Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John to assist them. And when they had gone through the whole island as far as Paphos, they came upon a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the proconsul. Sergius Paulus, a man of intelligence who summoned Barnabas and Paul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elymas, the magician, for that is the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of deceit and villainy, Will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. And the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. Now Paul and his companions set sail from Paphos and came to Pergia in Pamphylia, and John left them and returned to Jerusalem. But they went on from Pergia and came to Antioch in Pisidia. And on the Sabbath day, when they went into the synagogue and sat down, after reading from the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent message to them, saying, Brothers, 
If you have any word of encouragement for the people, say it. So Paul stood up and, motioning with his hand, said, Men of Israel and you who fear God, listen. The God of this people Israel chose our fathers and made the people great during their stay in the land of Egypt. And with uplifted arm, he led them out of it. And for about 40 years, he put up with them in the wilderness. And after destroying seven nations with the land of Canaan, he gave them their land as an inheritance. All this took about 450 years. And after that, he gave them judges until Samuel the prophet. Then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for forty years. And when he had removed him, he raised up David to be their king, of whom he testified and said, I have found in David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart, who will do all my will. Of this man's offspring, God has brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus, as he promised. Before his coming, John had proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing his course, he said, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he, no, but behold, after me one is coming, the sandals of whom's feet I am not worthy to untie. Brothers, sons of the family of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, to us has been sent this message of this salvation. For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not recognize him, nor understand the utterances of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, fulfilled them by condemning him. And though they found in him no guilt worthy of death, they asked Pilate to have him executed. And when they had carried out all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he appeared to those who had come up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are now his witnesses to the people, and we bring to you the good news that was that good news that what God promised to the fathers. This he had fulfilled to us, their children, by raising Jesus, as also is written in the second Psalm. You are my son, today I have begotten you. And as for the fact that he raised him from the dead, no more to return to corruption, he has spoken in this way. I will give you the holy and sure blessing of David. Therefore, he says also in another psalm, you will not let your holy one see corruption. For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was laid with his fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised up did not see corruption. Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Beware, therefore, lest what is said in the prophets should come about. Look, you scoffers, be astonished and perish, for I am doing a work in your days, a work that you will not believe, even if one tells you it to you. Even if one tells it to you. As they went out, the people begged that these things might be told to them the next Sabbath. And after the meeting of the synagogue broke up, many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who, as they spoke with them, urged them continue to continue in the grace of God. The next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. Wow. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began to contradict what was spoken by Paul, reviling him. 
And Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly, saying, It was necessary that the word of God be spoken first to you. Since you thrust it aside and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life, behold, we are turning to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord, and as many as were appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was spreading throughout the whole region. But the Jews incited the devout women of high standing and the leading men of the city, stirred up in persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and drove them out of their district. But they shook off the dust from their feet again against them and went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Continuing in the grace of God. Whenever the grace of God is allowed to work in human hearts, there will be evidences that appear. This can bring joy to those who are outwardly observing this inward work of grace. Still, it is a appropriate to exhort those who have made progress in grace to continue in the grace of God. When Barnabas arrived in Antioch to evaluate the reported spiritual revival, he was able to observe the outward confirmations of God's inward work of grace. These verifications of grace caused him to rejoice. He was glad. However, he knew that words of exhortation were appropriate. Thus, he began to urge them to press on with Christ. He encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. It is important for those who have started out with the Lord through faith in his name to go on with the Lord. Life in Christ is basically about the most vital relationship of all. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent, John seventeen three. The Christian life is not only about meeting the Lord and receiving eternal life. This life-giving relationship with the Lord is, a, is to be nurtured and developed day by day unto abundant life. Sometime after, Barnabas shared this exhortation with the saints in Antioch, north of Israel. He and Paul were visiting the believers in another, in another Antioch in Poseida in the region of modern-day Turkey. Here they gave a similar exhortation. However, on this occasion, their urging was related to God's grace. They persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Yes, grace is not only the way we began with the Lord, but it is also the means by which we go on with him. God's grace is to be sought every day. It is a major error of the faith to relegate grace to days gone by. We can praise and thank the Lord for all of his grace experienced in previous years. Nevertheless, the grace of God is essential today and in each new day. Also, it is fitting that the saints in one town were exhorted concerning continuing in the Lord, whereas others later were urged regarding continuing in grace. Grace cannot be separated from the Lord Jesus, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 8.9 Lord, we want to continue with you and with your grace. We do not want our experience of you and your grace to consist only of days gone by. We long to know you better and to experience your grace more and more each and every day. We praise you and we thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of you today. You guys have an amazing day. God bless you.